I'm Lauren Sherman, the writer behind Puck's fashion and beauty memo line sheet. And I'd like to welcome you to my new show, Fashion People. On every episode of Fashion People, I'll be talking to insiders about the stuff we're all whispering between the press releases. From M&A rumors to celebrity stylist dish to the future of legacy media. Be sure to follow and listen to Fashion People, a presentation of Odyssey in partnership with Puck. Available on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Bellisai. I am here in my childhood bedroom in Chicago recording far, far away from my co-host and producer, Barry Finkel. Hi, Barry. Hi, birthday boy, Matt Bellisai. It's true. Thank you, thank you. Yes, it is my birthday. And how are we celebrating? Well, we got an episode for you. We're going to kick things off while ranting. Then we got Worst Things First, where I shout about the stupidest, most ridiculous worst news of the week. And then, because it's a special occasion, we are diving deep into my birthday, bitch. As you winos are listening to this, I'm officially 32 years old. And I've got 32 anti-wishes 32 pet peeves 32 things i absolutely do not want for my birthday okay and then finally we'll get to all the good stuff that helps all the bad shit go down easier with our chasers so let's get into it let's do it let's start the show all right barry you are far, far away from me, but we are together in complaining spirit. Oh, what is that your we gripe are. this week? My gripe has to do with the fact that I we are far away. Um, I mm-hmm, am currently mm-hmm. recording from a hotel in Los Angeles where Fancy. I will be for the next week. Yes, it is. I, there is a pool right outside my door um, that I have is not been to. You're turning tricks. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's mm-hmm. when I say work trip. That's what I mean. Yeah. No, but that's what you give when, when you're a high class call girl. You have to travel far. <laughs> you know, I just I, I'm wearing the silk cami today and apparently yeah. it's giving those vibes, I guess. Very seductive. <laughs> yeah. Which I, you know, is the point, actually. Um, mm-hmm. But that's not what I'm complaining about. I'm complaining about fucking packing. OK, I yes. had, I, am, I packed for a wedding and also work because I'm here to go to both work meetings and a wedding and it's for a week. And I was like, I'm going to pack just outfits. I'm going to pack outfits. It's going to be great. But then I started Mm -hmm. to panic and I was like, I bought this dress specifically for this wedding. But I was like, what if I end up hating myself in it, even though I've tried it on? and I loved it. And so then I was like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to bring a backup. And then I was like, I'll bring two backups. But then I was like, no, 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 no. just bring one backup. So I brought one backup. And then it's like, I just there's just no good way to pack. I just refuse to Mm -hmm. believe it because I thought I did a great job. I was like, I finally got this. I know that I I packed the right amount of things. And then I got here and like already I um, am currently holding the mic with a bandana because I brought my tabletop mic stand and then realized that there was one piece of it that I forgot. And I'm like, you can't, you, I thought I thought of everything, but there will always be that one piece that I am missing that is actually essential. And I hate it. I hate packing. Yeah, I mean, one problem is packing. The other problem is just you kind of being um, an idiot. So we can solve one of those things. Um, (laughs) Did you check a bag? 
Yes, I did. Did you get it okay, or did you have to wait? Like it was totally ungod- fine. It was like it, I, was, it was like the first bag that popped out, and I was like, "Yes." Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, fancy you! Mm-hmm. I had to wait literally an hour for my bag to come oh. through baggage. Where even was it? Like, what are they doing? Didn't we come off the same plane? I don't know. I started going like fully insane because. All of the bags, I know everyone loves hearing someone complain about the airport, especially when um, it is so unique to just me and nobody else. Yeah. But I flew into Midway Airport, which is already bad because it is the lesser airport in Chicago. But (laughs) um, all of the bags from every flight were coming out of one carousel. And I started getting so frustrated. I was looking up the other flights to see when they landed. (laughs) And I was like, who can I tell? (laughs) I, I went full like crazy middle-aged white woman and i was like i'm about to go off because that flight landed after ours and it's coming out before ours we were here first and we deserve to get our luggage where the hell was your luggage yeah it was i was supposed to get in at 8 30 and i got back at uh, like 11 30 it was not not my favorite day i hate that but did you pack well like once you got your bag do you have things that you need like did you bring I too also, much, too I think little? Every time I go on any trip, I end up having to order something that I forgot. <laughs> I mean, that is the joy of living in our modern capitalist hell is that you can really get whatever you want overnight if you forgot it. Right. And yet I spend so much time stressing about what I'm going to pack. I also have to pack like so far in advance. Otherwise, all I think about is what I am going to pack. <laughs> Right. Again, that is just your kind of being unwell. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> but you survived. I did. You made I'm it. here. You have multiple options and they're going to be great. Yeah. What about you? What are you? I mean, is there anything in addition to that horrible uh, luggage experience that you need to get off your chest on your birthday? I don't know. I mean, yeah, the luggage situation was not great. And I did know. I mean, I was sufficiently warned. I feel like every time I open up anything on the Internet, it's like if you are flying anywhere, make sure you get to the airport seven hours in advance because <laughs> the flight will leave without you. They will lose your bag and a flight attendant will spit in your face. But I made it. It's fine. My other complaint, this is just a problem I'm currently experiencing, and I'm sure um, someone will DM us uh, out of nowhere and claim it's ringworm or something. Oh, yeah, of course. (laughs) I don't know if I bit the inside of my cheek, but Mm. you know when you get that like raw feeling on the inside of your cheek? Uh huh. (laughs) Sure. I just like have a sore in my mouth. It's like Mm. it hurts, and it's just in that spot that like talking is painful so yeah. it's great oh, that good. We're i'm really glad that you're on a podcast, a podcast right now. <laughs> currently yeah it's not great um i think the actual problem is that when i had my wisdom tooth famously removed mm. months ago mm-hmm. there is now just like instead of another tooth getting in the way there's now just like a corner of tooth Ew. that is rubbing against my cheek yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and i thought by now it would have built up a kind of like callus but <laughs> you can you can apparently get that not no no you can get it ground down i guess the tooth not the mouth right 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 also but I'm with sure a, also with a sore like that for me is just like you, all you want to do is tongue it <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's what every time i shut my mouth my tongue immediately <laughs> goes to that spot and is trying to just tongue, figure out what's wrong your tongue just it doesn't like has help its own it little brain makes it worse yeah I feel yeah. like a dog where I'm like, I just want to lick my wound. <laughs> I need a little a little cone for my tongue so I can't touch <laughs> the side of my mouth. 
Either that or I have monkeypox and there is just a sore forming inside of my mouth. Cool. Love but that. once again, <laughs> I don't have monkeypox as far as I know. Great. Anyway, <laughs> what else do I have to... I think that's about it. It's just my mouth source is, cool. that, is what I'd like to complain about. Which just feels Thank like you. a very like, 13th century complaint where it's yeah. like, oh, you know what's really grinding my gears this week? The, uh, the, the boobos that are growing on my arms. <laughs> Except at least nowadays you can do it on a podcast and also not die from it, which is yeah. good. Hopefully. This week's pandemic is brought to you by Serta Mattresses. <laughs> Did you see that? Sure you po- there's a case sheets. of polio in New York, in New York state. There's a case of polio. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we love to be alive? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's so fun. I was listening to the news this morning and they just like the amount of times that they were like, yeah, remember those old photos of the iron lungs? <laughs> like, yeah, that like we might need those again. <laughs> I was like, that was so from polio. Cool. Yeah, that was for polio. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, Whatever. FDR had polio and he was president for like ever. Yeah, that's true. Until it ultimately killed him in right. office. <laughs> Famously. <laughs> oh, oh, well, fun. let's see what let's see what the winos are calling in about this week. Yes, please. Why the fuck do we have toe hair? <laughs> and whoever invented pedicures at service, why didn't they tell the manicurist pedicurist? To shave my toes. I don't know why that's not included in a pedicure. Truthfully, when I'm in the shower, am I staring at my toe? No. So I need someone else to view that hair, shave it, and make my life better. I don't know why that's not included in the service. Mm. It's really baffling to me. That is all I have to say. My name is Taylor from Pittsburgh. Love you. Bye. Honestly... I think it is so brave of Taylor from Pittsburgh to not only call in with this rant hotline, but to use her real name and location. Um, I (laughs) commend you on the courage it took to just say, you know what? I have horrifically hairy feet. I have hobbit like feet. I'm straight up a hobbit. Yeah. (laughs) Frodo and Samwise could not possibly fathom the amount of fur that I have growing from my toes. (laughs) Is that other people have to know about this. And not only yeah. that, that other people should have to deal with it. Yeah. I love that. I love making it someone else's problem. Like that is top, top number one thing for me to want to do. You know, I, I do fully agree. I do think it is ridiculous that we have hair um, on our toes. They so serve no evolutionary purpose. They're not keeping my, my toes any warmer no like eyebrows nose hair even armpit hair like i get it like i get why that can still be useful now but toe hair yeah you're not like if anything we need it on the bottom of our feet like i don't know i don't know what it's there's also no like open orifices on your toes to like protect yeah with hair either i do think maybe okay i have a couple solutions one is you just embrace it you know use Mm. your toe hair as sort of um a means of intimidation intimidate your enemies intimidate Mm. men or women who who might you know make advances on you say are are you sure you can handle this and then you kind of whip off your sock and and show them the dense bushy forest that it's growing out of each of your toes that has been beautifully braided like a stallion's mane honestly comb it condition it make sure that it is (laughs) shining and use that as a means of intimidating 
the other alternative is that you can wear the synthetic socks that old men wear to the point mm. that it rubs off their shin hair and it becomes there we so go. shiny that you can see your own reflection in it. So <laughs> you wear that for like a week. You're not going to be dealing with that issue anymore. Also, I think like you've got a great spa idea here. Do it the way that no one else is. Open up a little nail salon and make sure people know you will be removing Toe hair. Also, let's be real. Knuckle hair. Why is it there? We don't need it during the manicure. Maybe shave that off, too. This is coming from someone who um, hates shaving and like refuses to most of the time. So um, I don't really care. Have you ever used Nair? Ugh. Yeah. When I was in like high school trying desperately to get any and all body (laughs) hair off of me. Not not anymore as a proud, independent woman. I don't understand. I mean, as the opposite of a proud, independent woman. (laughs) As someone who has a long-term partner, you don't have to worry about grooming anything, really. But also feminism. Also, I have way more hair than Alex does, (laughs) like, everywhere. (laughs) He is is a smooth little seal. (laughs) I just think I don't know how nair works i don't trust it i don't no it like fucking burns your hair off (laughs) like that's it's acid (laughs) more importantly nair smells worse than anything i've ever smelled in my life if i smell it i'm sure it will bring up trigger memories (laughs) it is to the point where it's like you spend the next several days wondering if it was worth it because you just that smell has embedded in your nostrils and then you're worried that you just smell like that forever right and by the time that it stops smelling your hair grows back right exactly it's a sick cycle but maybe if it's all the way on your toe knuckles you won't actually smell it because it's so far away depending on how tall you are true i'm pretty tall so i don't think i would smell it all the mm. way down on my feet but it's very rare that i have my feet anywhere near my nose well you're not putting your legs <laughs> behind your head as much as you should be <laughs> anyway you think that? <laughs> what a far-reaching <laughs> conversation we just had <laughs> Thank you for calling in. I hope you solve this issue um, or, um, you know, you just embrace it. Yeah, I feel like there are probably a lot of other winos who are in the same position. And you know what? Just like share your stories with us. We'll repost. Exactly. <laughs> on the gram. All right. Thank you for calling in. Now let's get to our headlines. First, according to Russian media outlets, A chess-playing robot, apparently unsettled by the quick response of a seven-year-old boy it was playing, grabbed the boy's finger and broke it during a chess match at the Moscow Open. I have a lot of questions. First of all, why was a robot eligible to be playing at the Moscow Open? Second of all, why do we keep making robots? Stop making robots. Just stop. Yeah. How many robot uprisings do we have to live through before we learn our lesson and stop giving them powers? Stop it. Like, obviously, they're going to break us. Yeah. And a small child. (laughs) They don't have empathy. Let me repeat this story. Okay. A little seven-year-old boy, seven-year-old genius Russian child was playing chess against a robot and I I guess it moved the wrong way. The child moved the wrong way and the robot grabbed its finger and then broke it. (laughs) Terrifying. Horrifying. Now, I have read this story a couple of times and it truly is unclear to me if the robot was acting just out of vengeance or (laughs) if it was like if the kid's finger just kind of got caught in between moves. It seems like... From the sound of it, 
the kid, you know, the way that chess works is one player plays at a time. I don't know if we know, you know, how chess works. Yeah, you, I don't, you I don't, I don't think we really need to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> Just like watch Harry Potter and you'll get the like life size, you know, right. version. Exactly. Because I mean, that is probably um, the worst example of what you could watch to understand <laughs> how chess works. Since that is a fully right, remember the Queen's game. Gambit <laughs> that they play that without right their fingers. Yeah. <laughs> But I think, I mean, actually, though, the logistics of playing like professional chess where you do actually move the piece and then, I don't know, you have to hit that little time clock thing and then move your Mm -hmm. hand out of the way. And I guess the robot had finished a move, but hadn't kind of retreated its arm. And the kid went to play the next thing and the robot just grabbed his finger but it's unclear if the if the robot was like, oh, here's an unidentified object in my path and I'm going to latch onto it or if it thought it was a piece or something. Right. But also, like, why would they program a robot that's playing chess to have that response also? Like, right. was it also being built to be a fly swatter and then they realize the technology actually works great for chess? Like, I don't understand why that would be one of the options for this robot. Yeah, it's like if there are any foreign objects outside of chess pieces that you would want this robot to understand, it would be fingers, actually. (laughs) I would say that would be like the top top three things it should identify. Fingers and chess pieces. And third, love. Wow. Yeah. So a video of this incident was published uh, and it shows the boy's finger being pinched by the robot arm for several seconds before a woman followed by three men rush in, free him, usher him away. So to be fair, in the robot's defense, it was only pinching him like really hard. And then (laughs) when they tried to release it, um, his finger was broken. So Mm, mm. um, the robot appeared to pounce after it took one of the boy's pieces. Rather than waiting for the machine to complete its move, the boy opted for a quick response. Mm-hmm. See, so it was the little kid's fault. Again, we I'll victim blame. I'll go yeah, right victim ahead blame and say, that little seven bitch. Year old boy, the problem. And yeah, if I'm having to pick in a fight between like a Roomba and a seven-year-old child, I'm picking the Roomba every time. Oh, yeah. Because the clean. Roomba picks up its mess without making a fuss about it. Yeah. I was at a family party this weekend where they hired these like off-brand Mickey and Minis, by the way, that I sent you a picture of. Please, <laughs> can we post that photo? Please. It is. I was screaming. I was like, I can't believe that your family is actually the family behind the Reddit Mickey and Minnie at oh, the wedding situation. Oh, my God. The Mickey and Minnie were mostly outside because that's where all the children were. For some reason, they came inside. They stood behind me. Someone took a picture and then they immediately went outside. I don't know why they came inside. But while they were inside, my mom was like, do you know who this is? This is Matt Bellasai. And I was like, will you shut up? They don't know who I am. Also, they're in character. It was just like the the Mickey was so awkward. I, I'm fascinated thinking about who these people were inside of these costumes if it was like a mom and her teenage son who she like drags along my god the mickey was like yeah standing with its arms flat against its body the entire time (laughs) it was so awkward and um we have the picture to prove it oh my god it's so beautiful but the point is they snap your fingers (laughs) off do they break any of your fingers 
I mean, no, they didn't. But in that context, I was surrounded by four, five, six, seven-year-olds, and I I would root for a robot to break their fingers. <laughs> There were times when I was like, I think you would do for a robot breaking your fingers. Yeah, learn learn something. Not to promote violence, but yeah, if it's a machine doing it, then it's fine. Right. <laughs> anyway, so it was the kid's fault, but he's fine. He was back like the next day playing chess, which kind of feels like a little bit of Russian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like maybe, maybe not give great the kid a child break. exploitation. Um, yeah. But yeah. Next! A North Carolina woman who is apparently seeking revenge on her ex-boyfriend tried to set fire to his house, but she got the wrong house. Shiro? Shiro? Yeah, you know what? I would say she was scorned. Yeah. She was getting revenge. Right. And you can't blame a woman in the midst of passion to get the house right. Right. So good for her. <laughs> it just sucks that someone else was in the way, but you know. <laughs> they probably deserved it too. They probably have wronged someone. Let's, yeah, let's put it this way. If a man was in that house, he deserved it. Burn it down. Every man deserves to have their house burnt to the ground. The sheriff's <laughs> office said that a homeowner was awakened by one of their neighbors who saw a woman trying to set fire to their house. So the neighbor was like, you, by the way, uh, I guess they called them up. They were like, you know, um, just so you know, there is a woman trying to set fire to your house. <laughs> so you might want to you might want to wake up and check that out. There were a bunch of bundles of wood on the front porch and deputies found a jug of oil that they say were used to start the fire. Oh, there, there were also pieces of burning wood around a propane tank. Not great. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know. I feel like. If you are going with vengeance in your heart, this sounds like too much of a campfire way to do it. I'm like, throw a motherfucking Molotov cocktail. Like, yeah. you know, like do something more dramatic. Right. Like spell out like, fuck you. I hope you're happy with her. You dumb ass. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. You, you, your dick was too lumpy anyway. And then, you know. You spell that out in oil on their front right. porch and then light that on fire so that they exactly. get a burning message. Yeah. Not just like a bunch of little fires that you can like cook s'mores on. Well, she did think enough ahead because the homeowner went to get the garden hose, but the hose didn't work because the woman had apparently used a sealant to block the flow of water. So she oh, thought ahead fucked. to be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She did think far enough ahead to be like, I am going to block off their garden hose, which is crazy. That's like you would go to that level of planning, but not know that you got the wrong house. Right, right, right. I don't know. I feel like maybe she did mean to get this house. There's something we don't know here. Yeah. Maybe this was like a friend of her ex-boyfriends who did yeah. deserve it also. You or never the know. person who was having an affair with him. And but it just like wasn't in the public eye. I don't know. Right. The homeowner grabbed a rifle, confronted the woman who was holding one of his dogs on a leash. I don't like that. Yeah. And um, law enforcement and emergency personnel were starting to approach. The woman drove off. Um, she was eventually caught, charged with, you know, arson and also grand larceny of a dog. I think there's some <laughs> there's some charge where it's like, yeah, 
you were holding a dog hostage, essentially. So that's But I also good. feel like that should actually take off some years of her sentence because she was trying to save the dog. Well, she wasn't. I mean, she was very much <laughs> using it as a hostage in this in this mm, war. But also, okay. that's another thing. You're attacking your ex-boyfriend's house and you don't know that it's not his dog? <laughs> yeah, I don't like how long ago were you dating this person? <laughs> Yeah, it really is unclear, like, how this woman got it wrong. It sounds like, yeah, it sounds like she was just maybe a little nutso, but good for her. Either way. (laughs) Next, a 1,500-pound queen named Faria the Walrus has become an international plus-size icon after hauling her body onto a bunch of boats in Norway to sunbathe and sinking them to the bottom of the ocean. Shiro! Shiro! Oh, so many winos have sent us this story, and I'm glad we're finally bringing her to to the forefront of worst things first. We really love Freya. Should be best things first, because yeah, Freya is an absolute icon. She is attacking the one percent. She is saying <laughs> you will not. I mean, to be fair, the boats are sinking because she's a 1,500 pound um, walrus, and she's choosing like little sailboats to sunbathe <laughs> on. <laughs> They're not like yachts that she's sinking, but still, I'm going to just assume that anybody with a boat is the 1% and Freya is taking them down one boat at a time. Yeah. And she is looking fabulous while doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she has she has a penchant for smaller boats. She climbs on up and um, they start to sink beneath her and she just has a, a, a great time floating down to the bottom. I guess walruses sunbathe for like 20 hours a day. Ugh. Oh, it what sounds amazing. Yeah. Especially because that's the kind of sun that like you're not really going to get sweaty, you know, like it's it's cold enough where like the sun is really to actually warm you not to be excessively hot. Like that is my ideal situation. I feel like the sun in Norway, though, is probably deceptive, especially in a country where everyone is like violently white, where like <laughs> it's like you're cold. So, you yeah, you feel like, OK, I can just sit in the sun and let it bake me. And then before you know it, you are a lobster like you are cooked beyond medium. Well, that's true. You're well done, as they say. But maybe that's why she's picking smaller boats is because it's also kind of it's kind of like a timing thing where it's like, okay, by the time it sinks, I probably should stop sunbathing and like get into the water, you know? Yeah, that's a great business idea. Floats that sink (laughs) in the perfect amount of time for a quality tan. The problem now, though, is that Freya has earned so much of a reputation. She has too much of a fandom that crowds have now flocked to Oslo to get a glimpse of her. And experts are saying that Freya is getting stressed the fuck out. Okay, leave Freya alone. Oh, how would you like it if everyone just like walked in during your like massage self-care? Yeah. And said, look at this fat bitch just sitting here (laughs) sinking boats okay no that's not acceptable she's a beautiful creature of nature and you need to leave her alone and finally a 73 year old woman in florida only in florida was standing on a boat off the florida coast watching two other passengers who were attempting to reel in a 100 pound sailfish which is, I That's believe, a big fish, not unlike a swordfish, essentially. Okay. When the sailfish leapt from the water and stabbed her in the vagina. <laughs> Were you like, just like straight penetrated? 
she got she got fucked <laughs> she got fucked ultimately she did get fucked by the sailfish yeah oh, i need to God. look up a picture of a sailfish oh i thought you were gonna say of a vagina <laughs> it is a swordfish i don't really know the difference between a sailfish and a swordfish i don't i don't know okay looking it up confirmed sailfish is basically just a smaller version of a swordfish but it's still a big ass fish this is a hundred pound sailfish with a big ass sword for a nose that right. leapt from the water and according to this article it did say uh it says the sailfish appeared to be charging at the boat and then it jumped from the water and stabbed the woman in the groin but we know what that means no oh, yeah it means vagina she mm-hmm. she got her labia pierced <laughs> anyway sucks to be her the woman told responding officers that she did not have any time to react she just stood there and took it she was taken to the hospital she is in good condition but yeah according to national geographic sailfish are the fastest fish in the ocean they can reach Whoa. speeds of 68 miles per hour and they have that iconic spear like bill jutting from their face wow anyway that's it for this week's worst things first next we are diving deep into things i don't want for my birthday deep dive 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 deep I'm Bobby Finger. And I'm Lindsay Weber. And I want to tell you about a podcast I think you're going to love. Who Weekly is a podcast about everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. Does celebrity news stress you out? Are there too many people you've literally never heard of? Check out Who Weekly, a podcast hosted by Lindsay Weber and me, Bobby Finger. Each episode goes deep into the biggest celebrity stories of the moment. And if you're still confused, we even have a weekly call-in episode where we'll answer the most burning listener queries. Who Weekly airs twice weekly with brand new episodes on Tuesdays and Fridays. Listen and follow Who Weekly on the Odyssey app or wherever else you get your podcasts. I'm Shimon Liai, and I have a new podcast called The Competition. Every year, 50 high school senior girls compete in a massive scholarship competition. I wouldn't say I have an ego problem, but I'm extremely competitive. All of the competitors are used to being the best and the brightest, and they're all vying for a huge cash prize. This will probably be the most intense that you've ever gone through in your life. I remember that feeling because I was one of them. I lost. But now, I'm coming back as a judge and also a kind of teen girl anthropologist. Because if you want to understand what it's like to be a young woman in America today, the competition's not a bad place to start. Hopefully, no one will die on stage tonight. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery, this is The Competition. Follow The Competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to The Competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. All right. Well, happy birthday to me, bitch. The rumors are true. I am turning 32 years old. Hard to believe. It's hard to believe that I'm only one fourth of the way through my life. Wow. You still have so much to achieve. I really do. Yeah. I'm basically a teenager (laughs) in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Normally, unlike some people on this podcast, I don't make a big fuss about my birthday. I celebrate (laughs) one day. But because this episode is coming out on my actual birthday, thank you very much. We are celebrating on happy hour style. Woo! So instead of making 32 wishes for things I'd like, we'll be making 32 anti-wishes for things I would not like. 
Honestly, this is a way better genie situation. Exactly. This is my birthday anti-wish list. First, I don't want ads that play before movie trailers on YouTube. It is already an ad for a movie. Stop making me watch another ad before the ad. An ad shouldn't be the same length of the video you're watching. Also, yeah, if a video is under 90 seconds, I should not have to watch an ad that is 30 seconds or more. Yeah. Give me the option to skip. No, it truly frustrates me to know. And why is this movie trailer sponsored by something else? It's already an ad that is trying to get me to spend money on something. Delayed it. Do movies not make enough money to begin with? I don't know how movie business works. Two, I don't want the air conditioning set above 72 degrees maximum. Okay. What is the point? What is the point of going above 72? That's not cool anymore. That is hot. I'm home in Chicago currently. My parents um, have a a apparently tenuous relationship with the air conditioning. I was like, why the hell is it so hot in here? And I learned that the air conditioning is set to 76 degrees, which is essentially useless. (laughs) Like, Like just turn it off. By the time it reaches 72 degrees, I'm dead. The air conditioning does not affect me anymore because my pulse has stopped. (laughs) The problem with that is that the AC doesn't kick in until like noon when the sun is. I mean, yes. Is it energy efficient? Sure. Do I, uh, in an apartment in New York, pay more for electricity than my parents do to air condition an entire house? Yeah, I do. But you know what? I live. And you live well. (laughs) I thrive. Three, I don't want streaming services to automatically play the next episode when you click on the show. Let me explain. Why do they do that? Why? When you go to, say, the HBO Max homepage, your profile page, right? Mm-hmm. And it has all of your shows that are up next. When I click on the show I want to watch, I don't want it to automatically play the next episode because nine out of ten times... It's not the right fucking episode. And then you have to go to like some other place to actually then get to the landing page for the show. It's so stupid. I want you to take me to the show page first so I can see all of the episodes and I can choose which episode I want to watch because I don't trust you to tell me the right one. Anti-wish number four, I don't want to apply the amount of sunblock that they say you should actually apply. Every time I learn this information, it is shocking every time. At that point, it's just like wear an entire scuba situation, you know, like you expect us to walk around with that much cream everywhere. I mean, the measurement that I often see is that you should be wearing at least a shot glass full of sunblock every time you go out, which is an absurd amount of sunblock. So much. One bottle of sunblock could last me eight to ten years. Oh, absolutely. And if I used it as I should be using it, I would be going through a bottle a week. If you want me to wear that much sunblock every single day, then you have to make it so that it rubs into my skin and doesn't leave a ghostly film (laughs) all over my body. Exactly. Anti-wish number five, I don't want those alarm clocks that wake you up like it's the sun. No. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where it's like, oh, it's not good to wake up with a sound. You should be waking up with the light because that's how cavemen did it. And it's and and then the it's always like we're not going to wake you up at a specific time that you set. We'll sort of wake you up between the hours of 730 and 830. No, you're not the boss of me. I'm the boss of you, bitch. 
Yeah, and it's that's, like, okay, that sounds great. That's not how things work. No. I actually like to pick a time to get up. Yeah. And then I choose to ignore the alarm clock. The way that I wanted one of those alarm clocks that jump off of the nightstand and like roll around and you have to like get up and catch it to make it stop to get you out of bed. <laughs> I wanted it so bad. I remember reading something. Maybe I just made this up, but I'm going to present it as fact anyway. That um, <laughs> That's what a podcast is. If you wake yourself up with something like that, that is just kind of jarring, that the spike of energy that you get, it will ultimately lead to a bigger crash in a short time than if you just kind of woke up slowly. Yeah, I take that as fact. That makes sense. But either does, way, I don't, I don't want it with right. the sun. Yeah, I don't, I don't want the sun to be the thing that's slowly waking me up. I want Rihanna's sweet, sweet voice. True. Yeah. I can never set a song as my wake up, though, because then I'll hate that song. Yeah. Let's see. Anti-wish number six. I don't want TV shows where people are naked in the jungle. I'm sorry <gasps> if you like these shows, but naked I don't want to see a bunch of people's naked bodies getting absolutely ravaged by the environment. <laughs> My parents have been watching it all day today, which is why it's on my mind. Um, the amount of bug bites. How are any of these people alive? They are being absolutely devastated by nature. And we're just watching it while all of their like naked flabby bodies are running around just decimated by bugs. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't know why we're doing it. Why are they naked? There's no reason for this. <laughs> I mean, do need to stop quote unquote learning lessons from the cavemen or doing things like the cavemen did like yeah. actually we've evolved and we can leave them behind right ultimately cavemen are dead and we're here now so <laughs> let's get past it let's see anti-wish number seven i don't want mint chocolate chip ice cream that tastes like actual mint oh no. wow okay throwing mcdonald's under the bus here i guess i love mint just as much as the next person love mint one of my favorite flavors, I would say. I don't want my ice cream to taste like toothpaste. No. I don't think Crest should be making a <laughs> lovely, smooth, creamy ice cream. How is Crest not partnered with like Van Leeuwen to make an ice cream? Because that's not what ice cream should taste like. <laughs> ice cream, it should taste creamy. Mint chocolate chip ice cream should be an ungodly shade of green that mm, is not yeah, found in absolutely. nature. And as much as I love the taste of mint, pure mint tastes like a leaf. Mm -hmm. It's a great it's leaf. It's herbal. It's herbal. It's very herbal. It makes your mouth tingly and feel nice. It is not <laughs> what I want from an ice cream. Okay. Next. I don't want dog toys that squeak. Absolutely true. Absolutely. Whoever like, decided why? that dogs should have toys that squeak uh, has clearly been deaf for the last decade. They're also um, burning in hell forever. <laughs> I hope that they are burning in hell right next to all of the murderers and pedophiles yep. because that is what how bad they are. <laughs> Whatever circle of hell Dante said um, the murderers and pedophiles are in, the people who invented squeaky dog toys belong below them because there's nothing like watching television at 7 p.m. And the exact time that the dog decides, I'm going to get the squeakiest, most fucking annoying toy that you have ever heard and start going to town <laughs> on it. Anti-wish number nine, I don't want people that walk their dogs without a leash in public. I don't care how well trained your motherfucker is. I don't want it free. 
it causes me stress and it should be causing you stress. Okay. Yeah. That dog yeah. is wild. You don't know what my dog is like. I don't know what your dog is like. I don't know if it's going to run out into the street, get hit by a car. It's stressing me out. Put it in a muscle. <laughs> Number 10. I don't want water with ice in it. Mm. You try to drink it. It clinks against your teeth. Yep. You have to kind of suck around it. Then you get a big piece of ice in your mouth. It also can kind of taste weird. It tastes weird. All ice tastes a little bit weird. A little bit. I want water that is ice cold, but that does not have ice in it. And that should Amen. not be hard to achieve. I agree. Get a little thing that stops ice from coming out of the pitcher. Yeah. Mesh. Exactly. Number 11. I don't want ice cream that's rock hard when it comes out of the freezer. Mm-hmm. It's 2022. Engineers... Why are we taking pictures of deep space when we could be figuring out how to keep ice cream at the perfect smooth temperature so that These I can the big scoop questions. it right out of the freezer? Yeah. Why are we why are we spending money there when we could be spending money here and getting better ice cream? Yeah. Remember you would go to the museum as a kid and they'd be like, "Here's the ice cream that astronauts eat in space." <laughs> why are we inventing ice cream that like 50 people in history have ever <laughs> eaten? I don't know how many people have come gone to space, but it feels like it can't be above 100. It can't be that many. <laughs> right. And I'm just saying we invented ice cream for like 100 people, but you can't figure out how to get ice cream to be the perfect smooth consistency. Disgusting. <laughs> uh, number 12. I don't want Shark Week. Thank why are you. We, why do we have an entire week devoted to sharks every year? Every year. I understand once. I understand how like at one point in time, someone thought, let's have this one week, this one time be for sharks. How is there this much news every time? How are there yeah. that much new information? Nothing. We're not learning anything. Let's go to the bottom of the ocean and figure out where the giant megalodon is. Then you can bring Shark Week back. But until then, right. we're going to put a pause on Shark Week and I don't want to hear about it. There are so right. many better animals. Let's make a different animal every year, like the Chinese Zodiac. Do you Love know what that. I mean? We can yeah. cycle back to sharks in 12 years. Great. But until then, I don't want to hear another fucking thing about a shark. <laughs> Number 13, I don't want people who have ferrets as pets. Sorry, I just yeah, don't get trust rid of them. you. No, get them out of here. I mean, ferrets are the one animal where I'm like, yeah, that belongs in nature. <laughs> like, I can't imagine a hamster running around just in in the forest no. by itself. Like a hamster, fully domesticated animal. Yeah, Guinea pig, fully it. domesticated. Fine. A ferret? Get that shit out of my house. <laughs> also, ferrets have like giant human sized cages. Don't like that. Don't like that yeah. at all. Why do they need that much room when they're that small? Number 14. I don't want people who carry their groceries instead of using a cart. Who do you think you're impressing? <laughs> Nobody is. No. It's always these guys who are carrying like 13 items in one arm, dropping shit everywhere. And it's like, I know um, society has conditioned you to think that using a basket is effeminate. And um, <laughs> I'm so sorry that you are a victim of the patriarchy right now. But for the love of God, use a goddamn receptacle to carry your shit because you're dropping it all over the place. It doesn't matter if you go to the grocery store thinking you're only going to buy three things. You're going to walk out there with at least 15. Yeah. So like, especially just at get Target. a cart. Yeah. <sighs> pisses me off every time. Number 15, I don't want pimple popping videos. Agreed. There, I said it. Everybody who watches Dr. Pimple Popper, any of those videos, if you go to your Instagram Explore page and they're showing you those videos because they think you'll like it, you're disgusting. <laughs> you have been marked as someone whose taste is bad and gross. 
it's like watching someone take a shit which some people also enjoy <laughs> you are watching waste be expelled from someone's body mm. gross yeah not my thing 16 i don't want people who eat grapefruit for breakfast that's okay. not a breakfast <laughs> Maybe this is a very like '90s, early 2000s thing. I was about to say, thing. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but do you remember when? Yeah, eating a grapefruit was like huge. You just it was kind suddenly of salt such a, a thing. People had like their spoons just for grapefruit. Yeah, and it's who like was, no, that's who actually was pushing not that down our throats. Grapefruit, big grapefruit. Yeah, big grapefruit. They really had a whole moment. Yeah, and now it's like just Lacroix. Mm, yeah. 17. I don't want people who say just kidding after a joke, even though they're clearly not kidding. One of my biggest pet peeves is when people say something that's like a little, maybe a little risky, but then they'll be Mm -hmm. like, oh, just kidding, just kidding. And it's like, no, you weren't. Just commit to it. Are you that weak that you can't just kind of stand by what you said? Wow. You know it when you hear it. You know it when you hear it. Oh, absolutely. And it made me think of it because a lot of the Real Housewives do this. And it's Mm. like, no, this is not the show to be passive aggressive. I mean, actually, it is. That is kind of the main conflict is passive aggression. Right. And I hate it. Start throwing punches or keep your mouth shut. (laughs) None of this just kidding shit. 18. I don't want adults who don't like oatmeal raisin cookies. Grow the fuck up. Okay. An oatmeal raisin cookie is good. Oatmeal cookies are good. I just, it's hard for me to get behind raisins. It complements the oatmeal. Okay. Similarly, 19, I don't want people who think nuts don't belong in carrot cake. Guess Mm. what? Nuts actually enhance almost everything. I agree. I've never met some nuts that I don't think are bringing something to the party. (laughs) Cookies are always better with nuts in them. Yeah. Give me an oatmeal raisin walnut. Beautiful. Okay. 20 i don't want customer service robots who don't transfer you to a human the second you hit zero or say representative who do they think they're trying to trick here i hate when i call like cvs and i'll immediately it's always just start CVS. Yes. zero 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 and they're like we know what you would like to speak with a human but first we need some information no that's not what hitting zero should do hitting zero should shut the robot right up and transfer me to someone with a pulse amen 21. I don't want edible arrangements. Okay. (laughs) Edible arrangements. Sorry, I'm attacking this brand specifically. Always (laughs) trash. It's the hardest fruit you can possibly imagine. More fruit than you could ever eat. And yeah, they're always like, it it is truly about the aesthetic and not about the taste at all. Yeah. And guess what? A, a solid 50% of your name is edible. <laughs> and the and the trash that you are serving is anything but. 22, I don't want those tiny ass ice cream sampling spoons that they're handing out at ice cream shops. <laughs> they're too small. You're not getting any flavor. And if I'm sampling ice creams, I want to know what I'm getting into. Yeah. Similarly, 23, I don't want people who sample more than two ice creams at the ice cream shop. You know what they taste like in general, okay? There have been the same 31 flavors of ice cream for the past 400 years, okay? (laughs) You know what you're getting. If you are tasting, you're allowed up to two in my book. Any more than two and you're being a fucking moron. (laughs) 
24, I don't want whatever the fuck is happening to Instagram right now. Okay, this week especially, that man with the big ass glasses got on uh, got on Instagram and was like, have you not seen any of this? No, I don't know what you're talking about. The head of Instagram got on and was like, I know everybody is pissed off because we've been making changes to Instagram that nobody likes. <laughs> but unfortunately, I think this is good. Therefore, um, you're all going to deal with it. That was oh, essentially cool. what that video. He was like, I know nobody likes video on Instagram, but we think that's where it's going. So we're just going to keep pushing video on you and hiding your friends photos. And it's like, actually, motherfucker, no. 25, I don't want hot Trader Joe's employees to have the power that they have over me. There is no reason why like two out of every 20 Trader Joe's employees are the hottest person you've ever seen in your life. Okay, they were placed there specifically as an antagonist and I don't like it. (laughs) 26, I don't want my hair to look better in certain cities that I don't live in. That is not fair at all. Like there's something about the water and the the humidity and whatever. And suddenly you look like the most gorgeous you've ever looked. And then you're just supposed to go home. Yeah, it should look best in the place that I currently live. That is the water that it is used to. That is the reaction that it is used to. That is the environment. That is the humidity level. That's that's what it should grow accustomed to. But and on no. the flip side, it's really annoying when you go someplace for an event and suddenly the things that you normally do look terrible on you because of the environment that you're in. And it's like, I- I'm sorry, was I supposed to be the way that athletes will like go and train in mountains so that they get better oxygen when they come back down and are suddenly faster? I'm just supposed to do that with like my hairstyling and like practice in a different environment. No, I'm not going to do that. How would I do that? Yeah, that's what you have to do. You have to kind of get some type of chamber that can recreate (laughs) the conditions of, you know. (laughs) To see how my frizz is. Number 27, I don't want vegetables on my pizza. I feel like I've said this before. Pizza is for cheese and meat only. Sorry, green pepper does not belong on pizza. Olives are ungodly. Yeah. If you're putting a black olive on pizza, you you need help. Yeah, you need to you need to confess to a priest. Also, I'm not eating pizza to like get my nutritional value for the day. So like, fuck that vegetable. Right. It is antithetical to what pizza is. Yeah. Number 28. I don't want people who are very adamant about being an introvert or an extrovert. This is not a personality. Just (laughs) go outside or stay inside. I don't give a shit. Stop telling everybody. Oh, I'm an extrovert. Okay. Or I'm, I'm I'm an introvert, but like. I seem like an extrovert. Right. Cool. An introvert with extrovert tendencies? Right. No, you're not. You're, you're mentally ill. Stop. <laughs> Stop doing this. <laughs> this is like a false dichotomy that we've created. There's no such... Also, everyone gets it wrong. <laughs> it doesn't mean that you're like more outgoing. You can be an outgoing introvert. You can be an, you know, ingoing extrovert. Right. <laughs> ingoing extrovert. Yes. The difference is where you get your energy from. Do you get your energy? Uh, do you is your energy restored when you're by yourself or when you're around other people? That has nothing to do with being outgoing. You dumb fuck. Uh, twenty nine. I don't want people talking about their beach bodies. Ugh. Okay, no, I'm not getting beach body ready. I'm not no. getting. I'm not getting summer ready. We're eating Dairy Queen. Oh, I had Dairy Queen yesterday. <gasps> it was so oh. good. What did you get? Did you get a blizzard? I got a chocolate brownie extreme blizzard. Oh, oh, it's so good. And I haven't been to that 
Dairy Queen in probably 10 years and it's the same exact couple <laughs> that's running it that hates Aww. one another. Oh, yeah. They haven't killed one another yet. Similarly, number 30, I don't want gays who joke about not eating in order to bottom. Mm. This is like one of my biggest pet peeves on like gay Twitter is a lot of gays joking about like, oh, all I ate was ice today because I'm, I'm you know, getting frisky later. And it's that's exactly how they say it, first of all. And then second <laughs> of all, um, that's not like cute. That's like an eating disorder. Right. Yeah. Um, number 31, I don't want people who call it nut butter. Mm. I don't care what the nut is. Refer to it with its full Christian name. If it's cashew butter, call it that. Don't call it nut butter. Don't call it nut milk. Absolutely not. It's almond milk. And finally, my 32nd anti-wish. I don't want quote unquote guilt-free desserts. Every dessert is guilt-free. Every dessert has no guilt associated with it because I am swallowing it whole and i'll feel great about myself afterwards Mm. i am eating the entire cake i'm eating the entire tray of brownies i am swallowing all dozen cookies i'm eating the entire pint of ice cream and i am wolfing down the entire case at cinnabon Ooh, yes what are you gonna do for your birthday dessert plural at least two cakes, I believe, are happening. What kinds? One carrot cake, one chocolate. And you know there'll be nuts in that carrot cake. There better fucking be. Are you making them? Also, I'm making one of them, so there will be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're making the carrot cake? I think so, yeah. You make really good carrot cake. I'm I know. Really I, I've only made that you. one that one time. Wow. And that is my 32 anti-wishes. Thank you for celebrating my birthday with me. Please do not get me any of these things because I won't like it. All right, we're almost there. We're almost at the end of the show. But first, our chasers. Chasers are the good stuff that helps all the bad shit go down easier. Starting with Do Better White People, where we highlight some anti-racism resources and other actions we can take to make our world a little bit better. Barry, what are we highlighting this week? We are highlighting an organization that we have talked about before. It's Knock for Democracy. They used to do phone baking exclusively for candidates and in elections, but they're, after Roe v. Wade was overturned, they started to do more abortion related legislation calls and like doing things around that. So I think today is actually the last day for the most recent phone banking around a law in Kansas that they're trying to call people to like get them involved in their local politics and to make sure that the rights of people who can get an abortion are protected. But I wanted to just bring that up again because they are expanding and trying to do things outside of just elections. So if you are in a state where your rights are protected, but you're really concerned about other people in other states and but don't know how to get involved, Knock for Democracy is a great way to get involved. So even though the one that they were doing for Kansas ended today, they're going to be doing more. So you can check out their Instagram and you can check out their website. We'll link to it all in our show notes and get involved do some phone banking amazing you can also find all of our do better white people shout outs in our instagram bio uh in case you want to look up everything we've talked about all right let's get into the tv we're watching this week barry what have you been watching 
So I watched a show that came out, a, I think last year, but it was renewed for a season two, which makes me really happy. Uh, it is called Somebody Somewhere. Did you see this? It's an I HBO show. So. It's Bridget Everett, and it's a story about oh, right, right, right. a woman who like moves back to her hometown because her sister passed away, and it's it's so beautiful and heartwarming and funny and good, um, and I really really loved it. And I think it's only like twenty two to thirty minute episodes, and I think there's only like seven episodes, um, so I really recommend that. It's a great show. So there's that, and then there's the rehearsal yeah it is nathan fielder i fucking love him and it is essentially a show where nathan who previously did nathan for you it's a show where he where somebody has some sort of like big emotional thing that they want to go through or talk about but are afraid to and so nathan sets up real life simulations to have them practice it over and over and over again so like the first episode we watched together but that i think i've watched each episode twice already <laughs> the first episode was about a guy who wants to tell someone on his trivia team that he's been lying about his education for the last 12 years mm -hmm. so they like they go to such extremes on the show it is truly wild I will say, yeah, we watched the first episode together. It was almost difficult to watch. <laughs> I loved watching you watch it. <laughs> I, yeah, there were times where I was like, I don't know if I can physically continue watching this in this moment because it is so <laughs> cringy, but it's, it comes around to being like, okay, I, that was heartwarming and I, I'm glad I went, I, I powered through. Yeah. The second episode is even more jaw-dropping um oh, no. and i'm really excited to watch it with you again <laughs> okay i'll wait i'll wait what else are you watching this week the only other show i've been watching is blackbird on apple tv if you oh, heard i don't of even it. know it no it stars um tara taron edgerton is that his name oh, edgerton yes i don't i don't know how to say his name but i do like to look at him <laughs> Basically, it's based on a true story. It's like true crime mm. where he is a drug dealer that is put in jail for life. And he has the opportunity to have his entire sentence erased if he agrees to go into a prison for like insane people and convince this murderer to tell him where a, where a body is buried. Whoa. And I guess it's based on like an actual story that happened. So, yeah, so he has to go to this prison and, like, befriend this man and try not to get killed when everybody <laughs> finds out, like, okay, he's literally a snitch who's here to get this man to confess to something. Right. Um, yeah, it's good. It's coming out week to week. So you're after, you have to wait. But um, it's good. All right. What's your non-TV chaser? I go through phases of this every once in a while, but every time I'm in it, I'm like, oh, I love this. Where instead of scrolling on like TikTok or Instagram, I'm just deep in Zillow. <laughs> I just am like sure. going to different areas of the country and just being like, what are these houses like <laughs> and going through them? And it's really nice. It's really good. I also just want to give a big old shout out to my embroidery journey because I am almost done with my project which i'm proudly showing right now on, yeah, on the video beautiful. my friend ellen once saw the thrasher logo the like skateboarding thrasher logo and thought it said tiramisu 
um, and I've been embroidering that and I'm almost done. And it's the first thing that like I've fully, I mean, it, it was a design of the Thrasher logo, obviously, but then I like, you know, recreated it and, uh, and like did it all myself and I'm very proud of it and I really love it and it makes me very happy. <laughs> it's stunning. Thank you so much. I'll have to embroider something dumb for you for your birthday. <laughs> yes, please. What about you? What's your non-TV chaser for the week? Mine is I've been reading um, Agatha Christie novels. <gasps> I've never read Agatha Christie before. My God, I'm reading her right now, too. She's like what I read when I'm in between other books. I'll just mm. be like, mm, here's a little quick one. What are you reading right now? I just finished and then there were none, which mm-hmm. is her best-selling book. It's like I didn't realize one of the like five best-selling books of all time. Amazing. I know I love to be like, yeah, I'm actually pretty unique. I like Agatha Christie. <laughs> <laughs> and she actually is like the best-selling author to ever live. <laughs> which I feel like I, is really boss. It's not like discussed that much, though. It's like J.K. Rowling and like the Bible. And it's like, no, we need to emphasize now. Okay, actually, the problem is she probably also has like horrible personal views. (laughs) I'm not like super confident that a woman from like the 1930s was really like there are some definite questionable references in her books um, that they tried to like sanitize a little bit in in modern (laughs) modern additions but sure sure yeah um but it is it is like fun and they're all so like campy and yeah i watched death on the nile which was ridiculous but also like just fun yeah i watched it on the plane to la (laughs) yeah um yeah i i love i'm reading elephants can remember right now she also wrote like so many i don't understand how also i wanted to see if there was like a controversies section of her wikipedia page there's personal qualities and it says in 1946 christy said of herself quote my chief dislikes are crowds loud noises gramophones and cinemas i dislike the taste of alcohol and do not like smoking i do like sun sea flowers traveling strange foods sports concerts theaters pianos and doing embroidery (laughs) okay so she would be the perfect unhappy hour guest absolutely and i love her thank you for listening to unhappy hour you can buy our merch at unhappyhourshop.com as always you can head to the odyssey app or wherever you get this podcast follow us rate us review us but only if it's nice i don't want to hear your shit Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Studios. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Melissa Slaughter, Marisa Roscoe, and me, Matt Bellasai. Grace Chen, Meredith Rice, and Kirk Courtney help out with our socials. Special thanks to Jenna Weiss-Berman and Max Linsky. Our music is by Hansdale Sue. You can bother Barry at Finkelberry Pie. You can worship me at Matt Bellasai. You can follow Unhappy Hour Pod on Twitter and Unhappy Hour on Instagram for all the latest podcast buzz. You can leave us a voicemail on our rant hotline at 601-600-RANT. That's 601-600-7268. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Uh, Bye-bye. Happy birthday to to me. you.